Hello and welcome to In the Spotlights with Closerca, the definitive podcast on digital disruption in the print industry. I'm Luella Fernandez, Director of Closerca, and today I'm joined by Don Gryson, Marketing Director of Apogee. We'll be discussing the channel opportunity in the hybrid workplace and specifically how Apogee has adapted its business to respond to changing requirements of customers over the past year. So welcome, Don. It's great to have you here today. Hi, Luella. Thanks very much for the, um, for the opportunity. Um, I look forward to discussing um, yeah, how Apogee have uh, adapted and changed and what the future sort of looks like for us and perhaps the rest of the channel. Yeah, so um, maybe we can start by um, if you introduce yourself and your role at Apogee and maybe give the audience a feel for what the relationship is between Apogee and HP. Yeah, great. So I've been um, at Apogee for coming up to seven years now. So I've been lucky enough to sort of grow myself um, and develop as a, as a company has, which I'm sure people have, have seen um, through various acquisitions, uh, ultimately, which came to the acquisition by HP um, back in 2018. Um, so I'm responsible for all the, the marketing, communications, um, product side of things um, at Apogee with the team. Um, so everything sort of online, offline that falls in the, the remit of the usual marketing stuff, really. Um, so yeah, with the the HP one, it's a bit of a um, an interesting story. Obviously, I'm used to being on the side of where where we're the making the acquisitions, and um, obviously in that that instance, HP came and um, owned Apogee, and I think there was a lot of question marks over what would the future hold for Apogee as a as a brand as a, as an organisation. Um, would we be swallowed up almost become part of HP would we remain independent um, and you know true to their word we've we stayed as an independent subsidiary and that that looks like the future I know the um, we had an announcement th- this week that um, you know they have a regular a quarterly review between HP and Apogee and and there's no change in direction or, or vision of what that future looks like and it's very much you know, working together and getting the best out of both worlds. So you've got the the innovation, the experience, the technology aspect of HP, which is, you know, a, a very well-known brand, um, reputable brand that ev- everybody, you know, worldwide recognises. And then it's complemented, and I think this is where you know, we want to keep the difference by Apogee, who are known for the service delivery. And that's really where they've grown and been able to show in the market, you know, what they can offer and being able to be a bit more, you know, agile, I would say, you know, a lot of sort of benefits a lot of people in the channel is being able to be a bit more agile um, rather than the bigger, the ships of the, the manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so I think, um, you know, the, the relationship with HP is um, something that was, Really interesting in terms of when HP were looking to um, gain more traction in the A3 copier market and so on. So, and obviously that's taken a, a huge hit in terms of the the implications for the print industry in general with offices um, being closed for the past year. So, yeah, I'm curious as to how the pandemic has um, affected um, Apogee's business and where you've seen opportunities and how you're reshaping your products and strategy. Um, for the coming year to to adapt and respond to the changes over the past year. Yeah, well, I mean, it's no it's no secret that 
the A3 market and the, the office the office print volumes have, have plummeted really and they've dropped significantly through the various lockdowns. Um, I think it's been particularly um, evident in the SM, SME, SMB uh, world where some people have, you know, a lot of people have been followed or working from, from home. But I feel like the, what we've seen is obviously the, the public sector has, has continued, you know, we've continued to support them very much as we have done. If anything, we've seen a little bit of growth in this area, which has been fantastic. And I think it's been, you know, vitally important um, for us to be able to continue to, to, to support the, the NHS and likewise over the, the past 12 months. And I think, you know, the team are really proud of the efforts that, that has been put in there. But from a corporate point of view, I know larger organisations, you know, similar to ourselves, we, we've remained operational. We've, we've had to adapt and, you know, it's been interesting to see, you know, I, I pulled together a whole visual of what we thought the world would look like 12 months ago. And it's interesting even just now to reflect back and, and see what we got right and actually what, what of that has stuck and what hasn't. Um, I'd say one of the, the, the big things is, you know, in postal processes, mail optimization, of, as, as we call it, and the certain things that businesses will always need. And I think they... The acceleration of sort of digital transformation, um, as the buzzword goes, you know, is is really evident. You know, people, they, all all businesses, all shapes and sizes have recognised that the benefits of digital and where things have, you know, you might talk in a pub and go, yeah, well, I know we could move to the cloud, or I know we could do this, and where we could do that, but there's not necessarily the the urgency and the the business necessity, where I think the pandemic has has pushed people. Um, rather than allow them to jump, which would have taken a little bit longer. Yeah, and that's absolutely what we've seen in, in the research um, we conduct, which has been through throughout the pandemic, is that digitalization and digital transformation um, initiatives have really accelerated. And like you say, they've compressed the timeline for those, you know, from potentially years to months. And that's had a knock-on effect in terms of adoption of the cloud and so on as well. So, so in terms of this, you know, the, the hybrid workplace that we're operating in now, are there any particular sort of new service directions that Apogee is taking? I know that you, you've always had quite sort of strong offerings on the, the digital mail side, but how about cloud printing, workflow services and so on? Is that something that Apogee is expanding on? Yes, certainly. So we have a couple of key, obviously, cloud partners. Um, it, it, cloud has naturally evolved um, over the, the past 10, 20 years, we've done a few pieces of comms on it recently, and and that's only gonna gonna keep keep evolving really. Um, for us personally, cloud cloud print, cloud working, cloud document management, it, it's all it's all the future, isn't it? Rather than before, a lot of it was on site, um, on premise. Um, it will what we're starting to call like infrastructureless print, where everything is moving to the cloud and it's enabling. You know, it's enabling businesses to be a lot more agile and work remotely, respond quicker. And I think, again, it, it's easy to sometimes see the benefits yourselves when you're absorbed in it. But to, to, to try and get the clients, the clients to understand all of that is very different. And when something works well as it is, well, I think, you know, the, the cloud is very much an interesting one um, for the future. But for us, I mean, it, it leans on the, maybe the H, bit of the HP story. We've seen... Um, recently, the HP Instant Ink, which is predominantly aimed at you know personal home users, um, 
not so much the business world, but that has, you know, seen a, a huge increase um, in in the last 12 months. So we've, we've then again, this is, I guess, where we're lucky with our partnership with HP, where we can, we can learn from what they've done, um, but actually provide a service that is right for the business world, perhaps, and it, it, it's evolved from the instant ink world where we've got a managed ink service. So not radically different, but it enables, you know, the, the home users, taking myself as an example, I will probably work from home two to three days a week going forward um, because of the benefits with that. And I need, I need to be able to print, um, maybe not on the same scale as we did previously. So we're, we're really seeing an increase in that. And, you know, the, it's not necessarily the profitability, but there's the, the necessity to print. And I think that, you know, shouldn't be underestimated that, that businesses do do still need that. So that, that's been a, a big one for us. And then I, I guess also the, the other side, another arm of our or string bows are outsourced services. So we we have seen an increase and we've, I mean, we, we launched almost a web to print portal, which we provided to clients, um, but also the ability for people to go onto our one source portal and very much a upload your document, print it, it's delivered to your door next day that kind of thing. So if you don't want to commit to all the, you know, the kit um, technology to being at home, then you have that option, which is more feasible um, for a lot of organizations. So, I mean, that's been revamped. I think we're on stage three because it's just evolved so much. Yeah, and I think actually the the home printing, um, we would probably talk about that in quite in depth if we needed to, but, um, you know, I guess, like you say, the relationship with HP has really kind of helped you um, engage in that market and I'm just curious as to um, with our research we see that a lot of the home printing um, support is either the, the the end user has actually purchased the printer themselves directly from Amazon or you know, online e-commerce um, platform or the business has actually used something like Amazon business to purchase home printers and I think there's um, potentially a gap where the channel hasn't been able to um, address the requirements for those those home workers, but it sounds like Happy G has because they've got the relationship with HP and you've got your own managed ink service that you've somehow managed to circumvent that and get those customers to come to Happy directly. Is that correct? Yeah, well, I would say it was sort of a, a gap that no one saw coming. You know, we've mm-hmm. done a bit of hybrid mail. There's other things that you can very quickly adapt, but actually, when you've spent however many years driving an A3 market, to then all of a sudden it be switched off overnight and yeah. then be told you need to, you know, the A4 market's where it's going to be because people now to print efficiently, securely is very important from home. It, it you know, not, not everybody could adapt overnight to that. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of investment, not just from the manufacturers, but from clients as well. So I think from a channel point of view, ensuring you've got not just the device, but also, you know, the, the support alongside that um, and, you know, it's one of the things we've seen from, from clients is how can you securely support something at home um, that fits with all their guidelines, policies, mm-hmm. etc. So, yeah, I mean, I think we, we've adapted well to that. Um, we've learned from a couple of things at the beginning, as you always do. Um, but we're in a, I'd say, really good place with our managed ink service at the moment. And we're almost ready to make a little bit more noise about that. So watch the space. Yeah, no, that's good. And I think um, you touched on the security there as well. And so with your um, your managed print service offerings, and, you know, because of the, the potential security concerns around 
uh, office workers now printing at home and potentially not adhering to the same security guidelines as they would do in the office. Are you seeing more demand for security type assessments or is that something Apogee is expanding on uh, or do you not see, or perhaps you know, maybe customers aren't as aware of the, those security vulnerabilities as they may be? I mean, I, I would say um, more from personal experience that, that security is perhaps the number one issue or tick box. It's not necessarily the, the equipment, it's is it secure? You know, moving into a home environment is completely different, completely different to any office environment. Um, and as a, especially more in the, the larger corporates, that is, we are seeing, you know, maybe not red tape, but um, there are more hurdles to jump, you know, things to jump and just make sure that we, you, you still are abiding by all those policies and rules. You know, there's a lot of legal companies who work with finance, insurance and stuff like that. It's, it is critically important that these devices, and I have to say, I think that's where we are, again, fortunate with our relationship with HP, who are renowned for their, their security. Their devices are very secure. It's always been a big factor for them. Um, and you know that that's where I think it's like the beginning. You know, their technology and innovation complemented with our service, and it's been that's where we can really push into the market. And I think, you know, I think that the channel will start to spot those opportunities more so in the future. So, just picking up on that sort of the opportunities for the channel in the hybrid workplace. Are there any particular areas? So we talked about cloud security, digital mail workflow, and you know they're obviously kind of high-level trends that, like you say, businesses of all sizes. What do you think are the, the key challenges for the channel in, you know, the recovery, I guess, in that at the moment we don't know with the return to the office, whether print volumes will return to pre-COVID levels. And I'm just interested in what your thoughts are and where you maybe see the challenges as well as opportunities. Well, I think, yeah, we've talked on a lot of the, the opportunities and, and been able to come out of this in a positive way. Um, but yeah, there will be there will be challenges, and I think before all this, people were anticipating Brexit and potentially the impact that could have um, on UK-based or you know organisations. But I think for us, it, it, you know, the pandemic will, and well, not just us, the whole industry and other industries will be supply chain. Um, we, you know, so we we know we've seen already and we've heard around certain issues that perhaps will be around the corner. We are best places a lot of organisations are to have backup um, alternatives, etc. But it will be no secret in it that, that over the coming months there will be a bit of an issue around supply chain. Um, and once they're over that sort of bump, I'm sure it'll be plain sailing. But um, yeah, I think the coiled spring, as the government's calling it, I think if there is a boom, that's where there will be a, lot, a bit of a stretch um, yeah, in certain industries, I say beyond NPS, it will be, yeah, a lot wider than that. Um, and then, as I said, once that spring comes back down and the demand, um, you know, the stock will be able to handle demand in time. And yeah, I think, you know, one of this is it kind of overshadowed um, Brexit. So we haven't really seen any significant impact um, of that since the pandemic and I, I guess again we talked on it touching it briefly um, security will always be a huge factor um, for organisations um, well for businesses like ourselves there's always going to be a threat 
Um, so staying ahead of the game is going to be critical. And again, I think that's what we're very fortunate to be to be so closely linked with HP, who are obviously front runners in the in the security um, environment. Yeah. So, you know, you touched upon also um, the, your work with, you know, public sector and where you saw that was, you know, pretty much um, stable in terms of, you know, business over the past year. Are there any other vertical markets that you're particularly focused on or you're seeing more opportunities as we move forward this year? Um, well, we do have, so we have worked closely with the, the legal sector, particularly with our outsourced document services. So they, as sort of said, the outsourced document services has been a nice you know, add-on to what we've previously complemented our managed print services. But we you say we've really, we've learned a hell of a lot about that in the last um, the last 12 months, but also our clients have. Um, so I think in terms of verticals, definitely from the legal sector, they they are relying on a lot of outsource um, outsourcing from a from a document and print. It's not just print um, as well. I must add on that. And um, certainly, say the finance, accounting, um, insurance sectors as well. I think a lot of again, I haven't got the, the the stats necessarily to back this up, but a lot of larger corporates who are based in the Lon- in London, I think, will be different because there's less of an appetite to jump back into the office for those that are based outside of London. Um, and I think that is, that's the a big question mark for, for us. And we won't know really until, until we see those numbers. Um, as I said, I think people are not speaking for everyone, perhaps is looking forward to getting back into the office and a bit yeah. of socialization. Mm-hmm. And I think from outside of London, as a, it, you know, people who commute in is very different. So I think from the, from those verticals, the ones that I say are typically based in London, I think we will we will see a different demand um, from that. And as I say, we have done quite a lot of work with the insurance sector as well um, recently. Yeah, that will remain a big focus for us. Okay. Um, I think, you know, it's been interesting just sort of li- listening to you and just sort of understanding where, you know, the different um challenges and opportunities are for the channel in general and you know we talked about cloud and security and digitization and how everything has accelerated over the past year and i think you know for the channel and you know there's always been something that close has talked about is the need to adapt and innovate and it's not really just the channel but you know also the the manufacturers as well and yeah, I'm just interested into your, your views as what you think maybe will be coming next for the print industry. You know, will there be more market consolidation? I think that's what we expect to see just because of the, you know, the past year having such um, sort of dramatic um, implications for the industry in terms of, you know, offices being shot. But yeah, do you think there's going to be any major changes over the coming year in, in terms of the, the market landscape? Um, I think there's, there's two things here and one was an announcement made by a manufacturer in the last week or so that I think one of the main things is that print print is slightly on a decline you know but there's mm-hmm. other as clouds on the rise so there's things that will complement it yeah. or you know outweigh where perhaps there's lesser demand in this area there will be other demand and I think if the the channel manufacturers are prepared for that I document management, you still will need the documents. You may not need to print them, but the document workflows, processes, et cetera, are, are critical for a business to operate. That that won't change. So I think that that is definitely going to be an area of focus. Um, I'm thinking if people are best placed and ready for that change to adapt. 
um, that'll be key. And I, and I think the obvious one, um, we've talked about it and it will it will come out more and more in the coming months, but the, the transition from managed print services to move more into a managed IT services and that world. And I think that that's a really interesting space. And I think there's a lot of talk of various companies making that move. Um, and likewise, we've all worked from home and needed IT equipment. You may not have needed to print, but it's the same, you know, ensuring that you've got the right equipment around you and more like a, for us, more of a transition into sort of a managed workplace it, in being able to adapt. And a, a lot of our solutions and services are applicable and benefit organisations, you know, irrespective of location. It's just ensuring that that is un, understood and delivered in the right way. But yeah, I do think the next 12 months, the, the IT world, the cloud, they will be the, you know, the big drivers in the market. Yeah, no, absolutely agree. And I think that's, you know, a great point to, to end on is that um, that the, the evolution of MPS is now moving to managed workplace services. It has for some time, but you know, obviously the pandemic has accelerated that. And I think, you know, potentially those channel partners and OEMs that are already making that move are best positioned to, you know, not only survive but thrive over over the coming 12 months. So um, yeah, so just on a final note, um, you know, obviously we've, had, we've talked on sort of fairly serious topics around the, the print industry, but on a more lighthearted note, um, you know, obviously we're seeing that, you know, that I guess we're turning a corner in terms of the, the pandemic and we'll soon be released from, from lockdown in, in the UK at least. So, you know, what would be the first place that you, you plan to travel to first or, you know, what would be the first yeah, thing you would do once um, we're, we're released from lockdown? <laughs> Um, well, for me, I think a lot of people would jump on a plane. But actually, for me, I had my uh, my first daughter was born just before lockdown. So no to be honest, to take her to a zoo or something like that, um, the things that everyone took for granted before, I'd jump on the chance to, uh, yeah, we, we snuck in an aquarium visit in the summer. But I think, yeah, a trip to the zoo would be top of my list. Oh, very good. Oh, well, hopefully that won't be um, too far off. But thank you very much again, Don, for joining us on today's um, podcast episode. Um, for more information on Quocerca and the podcast series, please go to quocerca.com and I look forward to seeing you again on the next episode.